Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Ah, here we go on a Monday, ready to go, moving toward the end of NFL preseason. College football starts next weekend live in Los Angeles. It's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day one hour from now. We do it every Monday all year where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. Could admit both. J-Mac. Uh, tornado warnings, uh, earthquake, uh, storms. We are here Monday. Los Angeles is very wet. Be safe out there, everybody. Inland Empire, coast, city, wherever you're at. Wet. It was windy. And um, so I watched more preseason, and I'm ready for the season. Yeah, are you? Wow, excellent. Any big, massive sweeping takeaways? Are you on the <laughs> Aiden O'Connell bandwagon? <laughs> <laughs> I do like him. Yes, you do. Uh, let's start with this. Sports is emotion. That's what it is. So I get fallen for the hype. I mean, sometimes you got to fall for stuff, right? you got to be willing, vulnerable, and fall for the hype. But then in life, you get, uh, you get data. Like, uh, I understand you fell in love with cryptocurrency. You know, there was COVID. You're at home. Maybe you had some payouts. You're thinking to yourself, oh, I'm going to spend money. But you know now it's not going to replace Wall Street. You know, Bitcoin will probably be around for a long time. A lot of it's just a scam. NFT. I knew you think digital monkeys are a great investment. And after a while, you realize they're not. Don't double down on it. Sometimes you just got to admit, hey, I fell for the hype. I fell for optimism, hype, sports. I understand it. We all do it. Nobody's perfect, you know, except on the Internet. Nobody's perfect. It's okay. But uh, you got to come clean after a while. Trey Lance is not going to be the starting quarterback for San Francisco. Probably not going to be the backup. 
it's okay. Not for this team and not now. He was very competent in the second half, apparently. I didn't watch, but they said he was very competent against USFL guys. Who cares? On his first pass this week, screen pass, white jerseys for Denver everywhere. He threw a really, really ugly pick. That's off last week's bad game. You can't throw this if you want to start for Kyle Shanahan. I'd argue you can't throw it if you want to be a backup for Kyle Shanahan. You got to dirt it. That's a bad throw off a shaky start last week. So remember what the coaches in San Francisco have seen. Brock Purdy has led them to a win in every single game he started and finished. They like winning in coaching fraternities. Sam Darnold's had the best camp by far. He's been fantastic, and they like him. And then Trey Lance had a bad pick after struggling last week. It's over. It's okay. It is okay to fall for the hype. We're all human. We all fall in love. Doesn't mean it's going to be marriage. But when you get data, when you get proof, this camp, these games, he's a number three. He's not starting for this team. It's okay. So, and remember, the Niners went out and got Sam Darnold pretty early in free agency. So they clearly, as an organization, pinpointed Darnold. They didn't wait around for him to fall to them. They went, sought him, seeking him, got him. That matters. They brought him in to start or be a backup. They didn't bring him in to be at the end of the bench. So um, it's okay. I understand it. Digital monkeys, cryptocurrency, it is okay to fall for stuff. But don't double down on it. Everybody now is trying to win an argument. Trey Lance is not going to be the starter. He makes too many mistakes. And it's, it's just it's one of those things where it could be somewhere. It's just not here for this team on the Super Bowl roster because they are very good and very good right now. I still contend. I still contend Sam Darnold's had the best camp. Um, you know, Sam Darnold looks like a starting quarterback in the NFL to me. Doesn't mean he's going to be given the opportunity. He got that with the Jets, and he got that with Carolina. I doubt he gets the third opportunity. But he's at a really good camp. He remains big, coachable, strong, mobile. And what do you know? With a competent head coach and weapons, he's really accurate. Brock Purdy's going to get the start because of last year. Darnold's had the best camp. He's been great. He's been absolutely great. If, if this was Sam Darnold's rookie camp, people would be going gaga. You've seen him fail. You've seen him struggle with bad organizations, so you're not going to get that hyped up for it. But you got to just take a deep breath. They found their guy in Purdy. They found a gem they don't have to pay for years, and they found a really, really capable former starter who could start for them in a pinch, Sam Darnold. Trey Lance, good kid, 59% completion percentage, four touchdowns, three picks in his career starting in the regular season or the preseason. We, we got it now. We know what cryptocurrency is. It's not going to save the world. Okay, we, we got proof. We've watched. We've watched six different starts, I think. It is what it is. All right, so the Russell Wilson Denver situation, Sean Payton. All right, let's get to the good news. Russell Wilson's not washed. He's lost weight. He's still elusive. After Michael Vick and Cam, he's the third leading rushing quarterback ever. He's lost weight, he's moving, he's elusive, he had a couple scripted plays, he had an ad lib, he was running around the field, and it looks pretty good, right? So in life, lean into your strength. His strength is moving. Number three rushing quarterback ever. He looked fast. And Sean Payton's teams generally get better as the season progresses. His November-December record's better than his September, so we don't, wanna, we don't know what it's going to look like right out of the gate. But did you notice, I was watching the game and the announcer, uh, Greg Papa, said, hey, they're going to play Russell for a majority of the game, and by the second series, he was gone. Why? 
because Russell Wilson, Sean Payton has seen enough. Sean Payton went into this thing hoping, I know I talked to him, hoping he wasn't washed. Got him to lose 15 pounds. They got their left tackle back. He's not washed. It's going to be fine. Denver's going to be fine. I don't know how many games they're going to win, but listen, think about this. So they had a coach that was totally over their skis. They lost their left tackle. They're in a tough division, and they lost nine games by one score. That was tied for the most in the NFL. So a shipwreck at head coach. 29th in getting plays in offense and defense. Couldn't get plays in. Couldn't manage the clock. Had to hire a guy. Disaster. Lost their left tackle. And Russell Wilson pretty much refused to run or was told not to run. One of them, I don't know. And they lost nine games by one score. So I don't need to let Russ cook. Just let him be at the table. Let him set the table. They're going to be fine. And I will say this. Sean Payton's team's in my life, always get better in November and December. That's his best winning percentage, right? So look at the early games. They get a bit of a scheduling break. They get a lot of young quarterbacks and new quarterbacks. So they open with Vegas, new quarterback. Washington, young quarterback. couple of weeks, uh, Justin Fields, young quarterback. Aaron Rodgers, new quarterback. Then they get Green Bay, Jordan Love. Now, they got to play the Chiefs a couple times sandwiched in there. Got to go to Miami. So it's not an easy schedule, but... What they need to do is get the stink off this franchise from last year. And I see some W's. I see some W's early in the season. They may not be at Kansas City. They may not be at Buffalo. But that's mid-October. So, you know, they don't have to face Mahomes a couple of times. They don't have to face a Josh Allen till October. I watched it, and my takeaway was there's a reason Sean Payton took Russell Wilson out after the first series. He's not washed. He's lost weight. He's still fast. He's still nimble. It looks good. Their O-line just has to. Remember, we say this about O-lines. It's the, it's the unit that takes the longest to learn how to play together. So their O-line was wonky last week. It's still not great. But I watched it. You watched it. He's not washed. He can still make the throws. Give him time. Last week, he was 5 for 5 when he had time to throw. He ran around. He was fast. And Sean got him out of there. Here was Sean talking midweek about Russell. His movement skills uh, have been impressive. So his off-schedule plays, every practice, you know, you, you see an example, one or two, and, and it really forces the receivers then to get in concert. You know, if you're not open in the initial route progression and the pocket moves one way, you got to move with it. Um, his, his location's been really good. I, I think the last week and a half, two weeks have been um, really impressive. Smart people figure stuff out eventually. Sean's really smart. Last week, look choppy. This week, oh, first series, better. It's good. He saw it. Get him off the field. Don't, don't have some second, third teamer hit a knee. Get him out. He's not washed. It's all good. They'll be fine. Don't know how many games they're going to win. 9, 10, 11. I don't know. Are they going to be healthy? The O-line's better. Going to take time to figure it out, but they're going to be fine. Some Jordan Love thoughts today as well. Mark Schlereth later in the show will talk about the Denver experiment. Uh, I will say this. After watching it, though, uh, I've seen enough preseason. I've seen a couple of guys I really like. Everybody that's supposed to be good is good. I wanted to see if Russell Wilson was done. I saw him run around. He's not done. He's fine. It's a matter of giving him some protection in the pocket. He can still move. He's lost weight. You know, Cam and Michael Vick's runs, those are the leading quarterback rushers in the history of the sport. Cam and Michael Vick, but they were spectacular runs. And whereas Russell's not a burner like Vick, and he doesn't overpower you like Cam, 
and I think sometimes forget that Russell's really more of an elusive guy buying time to throw. So Michael Vick would peel off a 50-yarder and be faster than all the corners and linebackers. Cam would run over people like Josh Allen. Whoa! Russell's number three all time. And Vick and Cam are done. He's still got plenty of years left to run around. He could become the first or second leading quarterback rusher of all time. But he's not a burner, and he's not running over people. And so it's about, does he have the elusiveness and the quickness to buy time, outrun the D end, outrun the linebacker? Once Sean Payton saw it, hit the bench, we're good, let's get to the season. So I felt good with it. J-Mac, that's my hot take. Thoughts on Jordan Love around the corner, Anthony Richardson? Listen, I don't think that's very hot on uh, Denver. Um, I saw a stat that they had the most injuries of any team in the league last year, like the offensive line, offensive starters, defense, more beat up than any other team. Yeah. And they blew four fourth-quarter leads. Yeah. You know, Hackett had no clue what he was doing. Right. Obviously, coaching staff issues. Like, all of a sudden, you give them four more wins. Is this like a 10-win team? That's what it feels like to me. That's what, it feels like Sean Payton last week, he wanted to get his offensive line enough work together, first-team guys who are playing – let me see. Let's get. Let's go. Let's end on a high note. Did got him out, and then this week it was like he talked about how he saw Russell in practice every day. A couple of plays going wow. He saw a couple of yeah. wow moves. Got him out. I'm done. They're ready to play now. Health is one of those things, Colin. Remember the Rams two years ago? Healthiest team, healthiest offensive line. Yeah, nobody got hurt in the Super Bowl. You know who was healthy last year? The Eagles. Healthy offensive line. Get to the Super Bowl. You know, Broncos were not healthy. Had no chance. Hack it. Denver could turn around. The problem is that division, man. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll see. We, do do you trust the Raiders? Do you trust the Chargers? I don't either. I, I trust Justin Herbert, but uh, That's, I don't know about their head coach. There you go. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. 
Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Welcome back, Colin Wright, Colin Wrong, uh, top of next hour. So, oh, Packer fans are going crazy. So last week I said, I mean, Jordan Love, this is preseason. So, you know, we all temper some of our expectations. Uh, you don't know that much. But last week I said, Jordan Love's been in this league now four years. He missed a wide open tight end underneath route badly. That's what coaches remember. That's like a real NFL throw. And so this week he was pretty good against the first team New England defense. But a remember, a reminder, he has had 18 dropbacks in the NFL and no pressures. He has the best protection so far in the preseason because the Packers do O-line play, as I've been banging on for six years, really, really well. So I said last week, Jordan Love's got two tremendously beneficial assets, a smart young offensive coach and a great O-line. So he shouldn't flail. He should be fine. Looks a little bit like a game manager to me. But Mitch Trubisky made the playoffs in this same division. Yes, he did. When he had an offensive coach and decent protection. The year he made the playoffs, PFF, we checked this morning, had the Bears O-line at 11th by the end of the year. So no young quarterback is going to have more time to throw, arguably, than Jordan Love and no young quarterback will have an offensive coach with a winning record of 71%, except Jordan Love. So last year, Aaron Rodgers, who wouldn't come to camp, had a choppy beginning, and then got hot around Thanksgiving. My prediction has been months ago, Jordan will start pretty well because nobody has film on him. Offenses can be ahead of defenses in September. Nobody has film on him. You're, you know, offensive coaches, element of surprise, McVay, Shanahan, Andy Reid, Sean Payton, LaFleur. Defenses are guessing a lot on what you're doing with a young quarterback. But then I think if you go look at Green Bay's schedule, I think there's absolutely a moment, and it starts with Pittsburgh November 12th. The rest of the league will then have eight games of film on Jordan Love. Then you may have an injury or two on the offense. You go to Pittsburgh. Then you have to face both Detroit and Minnesota, not at home, on the road. Then the weather in Green Bay gets worse. I think last year's Aaron season, flip it. I think Jordan will be very competent early. I mean, they face some really average teams. New Orleans, Atlanta, Chicago, Vegas, Rams. There's a lot of chances to succeed early. Mark the Pittsburgh game down. Because then you look at the defenses they face at Pittsburgh, Chargers, uh, Giants, Tampa's front, Carolina, okay, Kansas City, top five in the league in sacks. So I think with Jordan Love, he should not flail. I think he's more game manager, but he made a nice throw up the right sideline. He's an easy thrower. He's got a nice arm, a lot of stuff in the toolbox. He's mobile. He's kind of an easy thrower. He's not a huge guy, but he, you know, he's got decent size. Most of the stuff has been easy underneath throws. It's a very young offense, so you got to be patient. This is a very nice throw, very easy thrower. Uh, nice play. Um, I, he should not flail. He may not win 12 games. He's big enough. He's athletic. He's an easy thrower. He's got an offensive coach. 18 dropbacks in the preseason. He hasn't faced a single pressure. So that's a huge, I mean, Trubisky made the playoffs in that division with the same advantage. Offensive coach, 
his best O-line. So take a deep breath. It's a winnable division. I don't see him winning. But I uh, Matt LaFleur after the game on Jordan's improvement through camp. I've been really impressed with how he's handled himself. It's about the process, and it's about just all the little things of, of that goes into that position, the command uh, that you have in the huddle, the, the just total command of the offense, the operation. Um, obviously, execution's a big part of that as well. And um, But I think I, we've all seen the growth over these last few years. All right, it's fun. So they open up at Chicago, which now looks like a fantastic. Again, I think the pressure's more on Justin Fields in the opener because he's 5-20. and 20. This is now his team, fully his team for the second straight year. I don't think there's a ton of pressure on Jordan Love because we haven't seen him play. He's replacing a legend, but I would go to the Pittsburgh game. Then people are going to have eight games of film on him. Then the weather gets cold at home. Then he has to go to Minnesota and to Detroit. He doesn't get him at home like the first half. Then the season gets tougher. That's where I think we'll have a feeling somewhere about week 15, 16. We'll kind of know what we have here. He's looked very good, but it's not the real world to have 18 dropbacks and no pressures. As we've said before, Baker Mayfield on, on second and four with no pressure looked like a number one pick. On third and 11, and everybody knows you're throwing, with a lot of pressure, he looks like a bust. So that's the difference. We'll watch. I can't wait. Chicago's a great opening test. You know, I, I would have said a year ago, Chicago Green Bay opener. I don't care. I can't wait for it. Like, to me, it feels like even more than Dallas Giants, I got to see the Justin Fields thing, and I got to see the Jordan Love thing. I'm fired up for that game. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So this, this is what I don't like about the preseason, Colin. Um, we do all this off-season research, all the numbers. You look at last season, the changes and everything. And I see a reel of Jordan Love with a massively clean pocket. Looks super comfortable. And I look at the season opener against the Bears and I'm like, Bears can't dial up any pressure. They don't have any good defenders. Jordan Love's going to eat in that opener against the Bears. Do I need to go bet the Packers <laughs> in week one? Because Jordan Love looked, I mean, looked calm, cool, and collected. Did he not? Well, I also think... For young quarterbacks, man, every week of practice, you know, it doesn't matter when you're Brady and you're 16, but for Jordan Love, like, kind of kind of miss that Musgrave throw, want to go back to the drawing board, they dial up some new plays, then he feels really good, he hits one down the sideline. There's a growth process that takes, I mean, we know what it, Matt yeah. Stafford is. If you give him time, he's really good. If you don't, he gets banged up. Like with Jordan Love, you can see big leaps. But Eberflus, uh, he's never seen Love. They, there's no tape on him. No, they haven't faced him really in the regular said. season. Nobody knows so, what they're getting. So that the adva- Green Bay's got geez. the advantage. A system, a good old line, the element of surprise. Jordan, Le- and he gets Detroit and Minnesota in the first half at home. Yeah. The Green Bay weather early yeah. in the year, 64 degrees. Pittsburgh on is the real NFL. Well, but Bears-Falcons opener, those two teams are not known for, like, great defensive ends, great pressure. They're no. not going to get after the quarterback, so Love's going to have clean pockets. Look at that. Pause. You're not I, sure what I, to do I, now. No, just because I like the Bears this year, but I think now at Divisional Dog. Well, we both love Jacksonville this year, <laughs> but we both think the Colts, Colts in Week yeah. 1 could knock them off. So Week 1 always gives us, in fact, I, I think went, we have to bet the Packers in Week 1. 
or it's they're a underdogs. Sa- yeah, I'm staying away from it. I mean, Justin Fields at five and twenty is a favorite. How? Why? <laughs> Damn it! Now I'm all rattled. All right, uh, let's get back to uh, let's go to Mac Jones. Oh no, no, not Mac Jones. My bad. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy made his first appearance of the preseason um, Saturday night, coming off that elbow injury in the NFC Championship game. Purdy led a ten play. 69-yard drive that ended with a field goal. Kyle Shanahan, of course, had some comments afterward. I thought he did real good. I mean, all the plays that he had, he he made, and uh, I don't think he had a bad one. You know, on that sack, that wasn't... Uh, we busted a protection, and well, we'll see if he could have done anything about it and got rid of it. You always try your hardest to get rid of it, because once you get sacked there, it's tough to score, but um, it don't look like there was much you can do live. I He just... He's perfect. Oh, You know why he's perfect? Oh, Shanahan loves this. Brock Purdy is he, he perfect. He gets the snap. And he gets Fruit rid of it. All up Watch him. And, he, and, he, and you can move the pocket a little bit with him. He's not super athletic. Yeah, you get but, it to top 10 receiver Debo Samuel out there. Well, that, that's what bro, that's what he <laughs> wants. Yeah. Just get rid of the football. Throw it accurately. He also likes that you can move the pocket. Because Purdy, Sam Darnold, and Trey Lance are guys you can move the pocket that, with. Did you see that play design right there? They had everything going one way, and then it's a boot, and then boom, two guys wide open. Shanahan is so, so good. Did, but, Lance, Purdy, and Darnold are all mm. mobile. I didn't like him not getting out of bounds there. Did you see that? He could have yeah. easily just run out. He tried oh, to tuck a, it and get to the gamer. Goal. He's a tough kid. Coming off the uh, big injury. He, he, now, he, that's one game, though. So I did pop into Vegas over the weekend to sign up for the contest, and the line has moved in that Steelers. Uh, to what? 49ers. Two and a half. Threes are gone. So I'm like, I, I'm not getting f- full field goal. I'm not taking it. Disappointed. Um, that was one. That was that was that was one that I had three like, months ago. That was your opening round bet. Well, you could bet. Uh, I shouldn't say. Anyways, in Vegas, it's off three. I'll just leave it like that. Maybe offshore, you could find some uh, non threes, but uh, let's not go there. Anyways, next up, Dalvin Cook officially a New York Jet after being patient in choosing the right team this offseason. My Jets. Cook spoke on why he chose New York and said the main reason was to avoid being on the losing end of matchups with this awesome quarterback named Rogers. Being on the other side of that for the last six years, you know, I couldn't be on the other side no more. So it was just like being, I got the chance to go join them and, you know, know, help them win, win again. You know, that was, that was a big thing to come, come over here. If he isn't, he isn't here, is it likely that you would have signed with somebody else? I don't know. I don't know. I can't answer that one for you. I'm just glad he is here. What if he had said, wait, you think I'm going to play with Zach Wilson? (laughs) And just started laughing. Um... Rodgers is going to start the uh, next preseason game. I was surprised by that a little bit. A little bit. A couple snaps. Giants yeah, got good. drilled, what, six times in the last scrimmage? It's funny to hear how many times he got sacked in a scrimmage. And then they didn't get in a sa- preseason game, well, Jordan Love, nobody's breathing on him. He's in a tuxedo in the pocket. Well, well uh, uh, I didn't watch the Jets this week. I didn't watch him. I watched I watched Denver, San Francisco, and I watched a couple other things. Mackay Becton actually played well. Oh, yeah, 25 snaps again. Yeah, Ooh. but did not did not allow hits and pressures. So that's – that. by the way, we got to be fair here. That's a big deal. Now, it was right tackle, but Mackay Becton reportedly – I didn't I break know. it down, but the guys on the team this morning said that he did not allow a pressure or a hit with 19 pass-blocking attempts or 18 pass-blocking awesome. attempts. That's pretty good. Oh, wow, yeah. Let's well, get excited. Well, uh, countdown to the Buffalo Bills game. Three weeks, I believe, from exactly today. Let me tell you something. He, is he going to be ready for Greg Russo and that Buffalo Bills defensive front? Von I don't Miller, know. if he plays, and Oliver? But we got to be fair. If I bang on a guy and then he comes out and has 18 or 19 pass blocking attempts and doesn't allow a hit or a pressure, that's pretty good. 
He's had weight issues, knee issues. That's pretty good. 18? That'd be uh, like if I had a good I, Wednesday show in July. Hey, Jason, way to go. Hey, hey, you showed up in July. <laughs> Makai Beckton, you know, man up, get on the feet. Like, that, somebody, Peter King, I don't know if you read his column today. I did not. He yet. had a pointed note that that Salah last week, remember Salah ranted about the offensive line, that that was directed fully at Makai Beckton. Like, wake up. Apparently, according to Peter King, it was like a, hey, man, you're on notice. Well, There's rumors that they want to trade for Bakhtiari. doesn't sound like that to the cards. There's no way Green Bay okay. is giving up Bakhtiari. However, there no is. No way. Okay, I, I There's agree. There's seven a- left tackles on the planet that are amazing. He's one. Well, you you know never him. give them up. You know him and Rodgers are boys. I, I agree. Know, I don't but- see that happening. That being said, there is a kid on Arizona, Josh Jones, who played well last year. They just drafted a big tackle who's going to start. Could they say, hey, we're loading up on draft picks for the future. Do you want Josh Jones for a fourth or fifth? Whatever. And the Jets make a move on that. That's the name I've heard. I don't think it's fully out there, but just keep an eye on it as Makai Becton watch. For continues. the record, they have Dwayne Brown, who is a more than capable yeah. top 15 left tackle. I think he's my age, too. Well, he's 37 or 38. He's getting up there. But Dwayne Brown is... More than capable to start. Now, I don't know if you're going to get 17 games. <laughs> I think last year he, you got guys look at, I don't think he played a full schedule last year, but he's more than capable for a year. He's very solid left tackle. So if that, all you got to do is make sure it's not a turnstile with Beckton on the right side and you'll be fine. Yeah, you know what doesn't get you to the Super Bowl? Okay. You know, but well, that's not going to cut it. You got Aaron Rodgers in the building now, okay? okay all right. It's all in, Cowherd. Final story, Mac Jones okay. made his preseason debut. How did he look? Against the Packers. <laughs> uh, let's see, 6 of 9, 52 yards, nearly getting intercepted, taking a strip sack, ultimately ending his night. Big whiff there. Mac Jones in the seam looking at a tight end. Yes. And here he is getting, oh, whoops. Well, I, I lo- unlike Jordan there. Love, Ooh, he actually that? faced pressure. Who was that pouncing on that football for the Packers? Looking good. Um... Let's see here. Mac Jones. Is there, uh, after watching all these, so I didn't watch, the, last week I watched everything. This week I watched, I was out having fun out east. So I watched about four or five games. Is there anything, I honestly feel, this is, I was driving in this morning, and it was a little dark because some power outages and stuff, so I'm driving in and I'm just a little dark and ominous out there, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't think there's a team left like, I don't know what to make of the NFC South. I don't like any of them. But I don't think there's a team out there now I don't have some feel for, some conviction for. I think I think New England feels like a last-place team in their division. Doesn't mean they're poorly coached. Doesn't mean they don't have personnel. But I just, I kind of feel like you got to be dynamic generally in 2023 to win a division. Mm-hmm. You have to be somewhere you have to be dynamic. New England's not dynamic anywhere. Whereas Buffalo dynamic at quarterback and Miami dynamic at, on the perimeter and the Jets dynamic at quarterback in the defense, defensive front corner. New England's just not, when I watch them play, they're not dynamic anywhere. They're capable, they're competent, but you can't score in the NFL just on 12 play drives and scheme. You have to just beat people down the field sometimes. So they open against the Eagles. Now, Eagles had, I think, an NFL record of sacks last year. So Mac Jones will be under pressure. Although Reddick uh, apparently just had a, an injury. Don't know if he's going to be ready for week one. But Philly has a nasty defensive front. So Mac Jones, out of the gate, is going to be under pressure, Colin, heavily. Then they face Miami and then the Jets. So that's 
you know, some that's a pretty tough defensive schedule just to open the season. Well, I, and when, oh, by the way, Micah Parsons in Dallas, they're going to bring the noise and the fun. You know, you know what I see with New England? I oh, see and four? No, I look at great quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, Tua, Aaron Rodgers, and then even the other quarterbacks are good. Dak, Derek Carr, Garoppolo, Josh Allen, Tua, and then you go back to Justin Herbert, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. You cannot go into a game or a season when you have a quarterback deficit, a significant quarterback deficit in 10 games. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, they should be better at quarterback than Washington and Indianapolis. Yeah, and hope they're better than Sam Howell. But I mean, just take the teams out and write the quarterback's yeah. names down. They're facing like... Six elite guys and five guys better than Mac Jones. Come. You're just you're just a limited team. I think Vegas has him favored in three games all season. One of the lowest totals of any team in the league. Where do you have them? Yeah. Fa- they should be favored at home against Washington, and they should be favored at home against Indianapolis. And I would I wouldn't say the Giants. I wouldn't favor them. Maybe you're favored in Vegas. By the way, that Saints game, Kamara's back for Week Four. Uh, he returns. Quick note, if you did like a, don't you do some crystal ball thing where we look into September storylines? If you see that schedule right there, 0-4 start, Belichick hot seat by the end of September. Like that is in play, I would say right now. Because you've been on the Belichick thing for a while. I've been pushing back. But looking at that schedule. If Belichick wasn't close to breaking Don Shula's all-time win record, it like if it was, it, it wasn't even in the, windshield it was a million miles down the road i do think robert Kraft would have no problem if they were seven and ten moving off him but i do think the shula thing do you want to let him go and he's four wins shy of setting the all-time record yeah. what he's done to your franchise there is history here in the offing you know i mean it's it, it, there, there's always it's the same with popovich it's the same with belichick when somebody as an owner has given you four and five and six trophies They'll be competent this year. They're just going to not be able to ever do anything off script. It's not like they'll be dysfunctional and lead the league in turnovers or penalties. They'll just be boring and mostly offensively limited. And that Shula record's hanging out there, so I I don't know what you do with it. It's a weird spot to be in. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. The explainable. Although in Indianapolis, they're shaking their heads. It's a big question mark in the sky. Why didn't they play Anthony Richardson? We have a theory, and that will be next. Colin right, Colin wrong, top of next hour. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, is coming to the biggest season opener college football has seen in years as his Colorado Buffaloes face national powerhouse TCU. Big noon Saturday on Fox starts September 2nd. I have no idea what Colorado looks like because they got rid of like 50 players. So Urban Meyer came on this show and he's like, I was really impressed with their camp. And I'm like, okay, I'll take your word for it. I have just a bunch of transfers. This transfer portal... Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley literally transformed their rosters like in a camp, like in a, in a one-off season. It took Nick Saban about year three or four to have a fully world-class roster. You can do it now like one or two off seasons. So I, I don't know what Colorado looks like. TCU is an excellent program full of NFL guys. So I'm sure TCU will be great. They lost some really good players on offense, especially but uh, I, I don't know what to make of it. So uh, here's the headline. The Indianapolis Colts make curious decision to not play rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson. Is it that curious? I'll throw a theory at you. They know what he can do because he only had 13 college starts. They know what he can do and they know what he can't do to inexperience. So the element of surprise in September is critical and they don't want to show him off anymore and you say what about Bryce Young and CJ Stroud the other rookie quarterbacks that's different those are timing and rhythm pocket quarterbacks doesn't matter if you're facing fourth stringers Bryce Young and CJ Stroud will succeed if the timing and rhythm in their games is sufficient they need those reps 
Anthony Richardson is a go-make-a-play guy. And so why put him out there to get hurt against some second, third-string guy? So when you have a wildly mobile athletic quarterback who's not going to tear it up timing and rhythm, he's just not. He's just not experienced it enough. They're gonna, he's going to be a playmaker. Why get him hurt? They're, they're probably sitting there going, this is what he is, and this is what he isn't. C.J. Stroud and, and Bryce Young are going to take some leaps in the pocket here because they are really classic pocket quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson is not. He's a playmaker. So why get him hurt? So you, I think the Colts are basically saying, we know he's going to give us a lot of wow. There's going to be a lot of Josh Allen. Uh, he's not nearly as refined as Cam Newton was coming into the NFL. I think he's going to look a lot like Josh Allen. You're going to get 10 to 12 rushing touchdowns, a lot of wow, jumping over people, running through people, and he's going to complete about 55% of his throws in the pocket. And I think the Colts know it. So why get him hurt? Like we know what he's going to be this year. We're going to be about a six-win team, hopefully five to seven wins in that wonky division. Let's not get him hurt. So I think they're kind of admitting this year's an experiment. We know what he is. We know what he's not. And he's, he's the big, he's the car in the driveway at Christmas. He's not a stocking stuffer, right? There's no reason to kind of poke around and see what you have. You know what you have. It's something big. Uh, element of surprise is going to be big here. And I, and I'll say it again. I think one of my favorite underdog bets week one is the Colts at home against the Jaguars because the Jaguars defense is okay. And they have no idea what this offense is going to look like. And Shane Steichen saying, I'm not going to give you any hints. I'm not going to give you any hints on what it looks like. All right, so here's the other thing. So Jimmy Garoppolo looked pretty sharp. First start since uh, way back when, when he got hurt. And uh, I have this weird feeling. So I, I understand the way it works in pro sports. If you don't win, you're a loser, you get fired. But even Belichick and Greg Popovich last couple of years have struggled to win. You need personnel. So the Raiders are a really interesting team. We don't love the ownership. Uh, but they have a new front office, a new coach from New England uh, where they had a lot of success. Uh, here's the other things we've noticed in the preseason. They have the best backup quarterback in the league potentially in Aiden O'Connell. I know I'm not, to go, not supposed to go hypey here. That kid is a backup, looks tremendous. He's out of Purdue. I think he was a three-year starter. He's got a big arm, nice player, two-year starter, nice player, throws a great ball. Not going to run around a lot. That's not what he does. Confident, nice arm, accurate. I think he's looked great. So that's what we know. We also know they've blown out the Rams in San Francisco, so the energy has been great. Um, they're playing with a ton of focus and a ton of intensity in the preseason. So here's the question what we're all asking about the Raiders. Can Josh McDaniels coach? Well, here's, here's the issue. There's three boxes he checks, and they're important boxes. Belichick respected him enough to give him the offense for over a decade. That's a big box to check. Belichick doesn't just give the offense for long, sustained periods of time to a guy that he doesn't think is smart. So Belichick, for 10-plus years, said, you run the offense. We also know Brady loved him, absolutely loved him. Well, Brady had problems with coaches down in Tampa. He didn't have any problems with Josh McDaniels. We also know, and this matters, he's verbal. He obviously interviews well. The Colts have offered him a job. The Raiders offered him a job. Apparently, he goes into a room and he can sell himself. So, you know, now he got frustrated with Derek Carr, but I was told two weeks ago by somebody in that organization, a lot of people were getting frustrated with Derek Carr. 
You know, he, he wasn't for everybody. So Josh McDaniels is not a rigid, old, defensive coach. He's not one of these guys that struggles to communicate. There's a lot to like. Belichick absolutely trusted him. Brady loved him. He's verbal. He interviews well. We just don't know about this organization. There's two coaches in this league right now that I think are actually very good, but they're not winning. Uh, I think uh, Arthur Smith in Atlanta, I think, is a pretty good coach. Well, he's not winning. And then Josh McDaniels in Vegas, I think, is a pretty good coach. And he's not winning. But it should be noted, the Raiders' defense, since he's been there, has been awful. He didn't draft it, and he doesn't coach that side. At some point, you can't blame the offensive coach because the defense can't make stops. Now, Brandon Staley with the Chargers, as the Chargers' defense struggled, blame Brandon Staley because he's in those meeting rooms. He's a defensive coach. But I, I watch Atlanta, and I watch the Raiders, and the Raiders were like in four overtime games last year. They were competitive in a lot of games. And the other thing is, you have to be careful about who's a winner and who's not. Bill Parcells, big tuna, one of the smartest guys that's ever coached in this league, has won 57% of his games. He's a legend. 57%. Pete Carroll's won 59%. He's a legend. Kyle Shanahan, considered a genius offensively, has won 53% of his games. So it, it, it's just easy to say win more games. Andy Reid got fired by Philadelphia and used to get bagged, I mean, just dragged all over the place because he wasn't good with clock management. Now he's considered the smartest coach in the league. Why? Because he wins more. So I, I, when Josh McDaniels got the job in Denver, he was only 33 years old. My guess is he was a kid. He wasn't ready. He was too cocky. <laughs> okay. He's not the first young person to get a job and he's not quite ready. The franchise has not been that capitalized, right? It had to move. Uh, the defense is a mess. They fired Gruden. They fired the GM. It's, it's, it's even a five-star chef needs some produce to work with here. So I, you know, they've looked good in the preseason. Garoppolo, when he's upright, is good. They have excellent offensive weapons. They appear to, in the fourth round, have gotten a kid out of Purdue, two-year starter, Aiden O'Connell. Dude can play. Like, your backup now, he's free, and he can play. So I, it, and it's easy to say it's a tough division. Is it? Do we trust the Chargers? Do we know what Denver is? Keep your eye. The Raiders are fascinating to me. It's, if you have a great edge rusher, a competent quarterback who's been to a Super Bowl, star back, star weapons, that's a lot of the boxes to check offensive coach. There's a lot of things they have which other teams don't have. And in 2023, they have a good left tackle, a good edge rusher, star weapons, star back, competent quarterback, offensive coach. That's a lot of boxes that win 10, 12 games in this league. I was looking into Aiden O'Connell last night. He turns 25 on September 1st. This is not some kid just out of college. You know, he was at Purdue for a while. He's married, got married to, like, his college sweetheart. And this kid had, like, no Division I offers at all out of high school. That's like one of those red flags. Like, ooh, this guy's been working his butt off, ascending, tireless. I'm just, they love him. And did you see what number he's wearing with the Raiders? Yeah, Derek Carr's. Derek Carr's been gone for, like, five minutes, and he's already got his jersey? <laughs> I was stunned. Yeah. Colin Wright, Colin Wrong, hour two next. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts